Good morning, everyone. What is going on? We're back again with another episode of the South Florida Gamers Podcast. I am your host, the Silverback Senpai, and joining me across from me is my co-host, Waluigi. Good morning. Oh, wow. Caffeine. Good morning, everybody. It's your boy, Waluigi. Wow. Been a heck of a weekend. It sure has. And joining us is our guest, Coda. Good morning, everybody. I'm so excited and happy to be here. Yeah, it's definitely an honor having you, my dude. How's it going? Uh, it's going good. My first time doing one of these, so I'm pretty excited. A little nervous, and the three shots of espresso definitely doesn't help. Oh, yeah. Eh, don't be nervous. Usually when people come on for the very first time, they're a bit nervous. But as, you know, the conversation goes through in the podcast, they end up becoming extremely comfortable. Like, oh, okay, now, right, this isn't as serious as I thought it'd be. It's like it's really chill, just laid back, just, you know, a group of guys just talking about games. Silver, I think it's muted from what uh... – Oh, shit. Yeah, it's muted. Ooh. <laughs> Take I mean, two, take two. I mean, I still have the audio okay, of the so podcast. Like, as long as this is recording, we're good. Oh, thank God. <laughs> I was about to say, we'll just, we'll just do the takeover. Oh, my God. Good laugh. Now we can at least try this again. <laughs> uh, just interact with the chat. Tell them that we're going to get the sound up. Oh, yeah, definitely. Good thing you caught it early. Oh, yeah. Imagine we did the whole thing, and then someone was like, hey. Hotloff. He came in clutch. <laughs> and then Diavolo. Shout out to Hotloff and Diavolo. And then Psychotics. My boys. Oh, my God. What a lively morning already. I got my shooters with me. <laughs> I, I got the support. Okay, sweet. I guess they hear the feedback. All right, so uh, I know this is going to be played back later, but do you follow? Do you want me to tell you something? All right. <laughs> Just knowing that it's Diavolo, I really can't imagine what it is. <laughs> but it's funny. Tell Koda I said he looking like a succulent snack on this lovely Sunday morning. <laughs> he can't. He can't hear me, right? I don't know. Can he? <laughs> I can't really act it out. <laughs> but I'll. I'll wait. Why? I knew it was going to be something like that, too. It doesn't surprise me, which is a sad thing. <laughs> <laughs> he has a way with words. I'll put it at that. Let's do the podcast or Twitch <laughs> But it's not picking up the mixer or like the mics?
make sure also in OBS and like the properties that it's the right one. Okay. Test, test, test. I'm hoping this works. Okay. Oh, fingers crossed. Yeah, you see, yeah. Because sometimes for me, like, my computer will switch it, like, in the properties, and it just won't pick the right thing. Or just, like, click something else and then put it back to what it was. That is so weird. Sheen loves used to give me so many problems. Was... No, I'm just reading something from Diavolo. <laughs> oh my god. He's like, I can't respond yet. <laughs> I will. I will eventually. I'm about to go into the chat and just be like... Okay. They should hear it now. Test, test. Okay. Okay. Okay, y'all y'all, should be able to hear us. Please let me know if y'all hear us loud and clear. Do you guys hear us? Yep, there we go. All right. Uh, Take two. <laughs> yeah. Oh, thank God. Yeah, sorry about that. Uh, why does it seem like... It's like more of the camera is on me than it is on Waluigi, so... Don't worry. I'm not a good looking anyway. <laughs> says who? Looking ah, like a snack God. on this succulent Sunday morning. Shut the fuck up. Oh, it's too early for Diavolo's lines. <laughs> okay, we here. we here. All right, all right. We're good. We're good. All right. All right for the last reply... Diavolo just said Coda better put his hat back on before he gets him in the mouth. <laughs> Bro, what is if this? If you're chat? watching this right now, this which is, I know you are, this is extra sus. You wait until the next time I see you. It's on site. These oh. lips, done. Uh, just had to get a step in to register what the <laughs> fuck just happened. <laughs> you just got to match the same energy that's put out. And Hoodles, good morning, everybody. It's yeah, your, your host, Waluigi. <laughs> yeah, Rex like, seriously, uh, like. Bruh. Anyways, we were just saying earlier that we attended Beyond Comic Con, and then we just have our latest guest, Coda. Hello, yep. everybody. Now you guys can hear us. I'm very excited to be here. I'm a little nervous, jitters, because the three shots of espresso, courtesy of you, you these lovely for, people. You asked for caffeine, and I got you. Yeah, caffeine. Not. Hey, I feel like dying, but you know, it'll work. <laughs> it'll get me through. It's the dark arts. Oh yeah. All right, so this episode of the podcast will be available on all of our audio hosting platforms like iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, Google Podcasts, Anchor, Spotify, you name it. Look up South Florida Gamers Podcast, you'll, you'll find us there. And also, be sure to join us on either Facebook, Twitch, or YouTube where this is currently being streamed on. Greatly appreciate y'all. And with that being said... Um, recapping off of our last episode where we had Nam State Alliance, shout out to Aaron oh, I love for that guy. for um, joining us, and you know we had a really good epic, really good conversation, just you know talking about just like games of the past and whatnot. Oh, he's definitely a man of culture, and I respect that. Agreed. All right, now to talk about our guest, Mr. Coda, and we're gonna go ahead with our topic. So we want to know. What is your gaming background? What's your gaming origin story? Like, we want to know from the very beginning all the way up until now. Don't leave out any details. Like, go be, be as thorough as possible. Like, we want to know what got you into gaming. All right. Well, I started playing video games when I was four years old. I'm currently 24, turning 25 next month. Nice. So I got into it because my brother was super into it. We had a Super Nintendo, Nintendo 64. And I used to play Mario Kart, Mario Party, uh, the first one. Goldeneye, 
World's Not Enough, Banjo Kazooie, Super Mario 64, mm. you name it. Like, my brother used to play it all the time. And because obviously I saw him playing, and I'm like, hey, I want to play this too. But back then it wasn't really like as competitive because my brother was just so much better than me at um, video games. And even my mom would play sometimes too. So she, she used that as a way to spend time with us. And then eventually, um, I remember my first spark of uh, competitiveness kicked in. When you guys know the, the mini games in a Mario Party where you got to press yes. A as fast as you can. Yeah. I would do it by just pressing, you know, with my thumb, and they would just do it like a hundred times. And I'm like, man, I kind of hate losing. And that happened over the years, over the years, and I finally basically just copied what they do. And now I use like my index finger. And now I have not lost pressing A as fast as you can in probably years. Yes, sir. Nobody has beaten me. Nobody can beat me. <laughs> if somebody wants to challenge me in Mario Party pressing A as fast as you can, I'll money match that anytime. Um, Do I have five bucks on me? Too early. <laughs> <laughs> but um, that's pretty much like where it started with like the N64 and the Super Nintendo. Even now to this day, like my brother still comes over. We still play GoldenEye. I still play uh, some of the wrestling games, Mario Kart, Diddy Kong Racing. Oh, uh, that's the shit. And so... I've just always been obsessed with games since then. Uh, he had a PS2. We used to play Star Wars Battlefront, the original one, Def Jam Fight for New York. Those are the two like top games that we Ooh. played. S- same here. Def Jam Fight for New York, is that's my game right there. I did not even know there was a competitive scene for it, let alone a Neither meta. did I. I saw that I think CEO is yeah. adding it. Yeah. And there's a tier list, there's a ban list, and I'm like, wow, that's insane. Oh, yeah. Um, what else? I remember getting... Uh, the GameCube for Christmas, and it was like the bundle pack that was $200 with uh, Super Mario Sunshine. Uh, and my brother stayed up all night and played Sunshine. So that drive has always been there, and it's pretty much like thanks to him, because like, I'd always try to find a way to either like, copy what he's doing or spend time with him, and video games was just always the go-to, and it still is to this day. Um, I have, I have what, the Super Nintendo, the N64, the first Xbox, PS1, 2, 3, 4, not the 5, yeah. GameCube Switch, PC, never had a PSP. Um, what? And I still have them, and they all work. Oh, wow. Uh, da, 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 what else? Damn, it doesn't really feel like that long of a time, but I've been playing my whole life. I use it, like, as a way to, I guess, like, de-stress or, like, decompose. I feel like everybody has something that they do to, like, make them not hate life as much. Yeah. Mine just always to be, like, uh, video games. I would always set, like, a time before going to sleep. Like, I'm going to play for at least, like, 30 minutes, like, an hour, so I can just relax, just play this, you know, have fun. Certain games um, will always be, like, more frustrating, more competitive, and some I'll play, like, more relaxing that I can just do, like, on autopilot. Like, Super Mario 64. I've just been playing it for such a long time. Oh, yeah, that's, like, one of the certified classics, hands down. That's one that I definitely always go back to. I've had it on the 64. I had it on the Wii Virtual Shop, and I have it on the Switch. So that, yeah, I go back to that all the time. Um, Sad life, though, I have never played any, any Zelda game. That is one of the major franchises that I've never touched. Interesting, actually. And it's not on purpose. Like, the soundtrack's awesome. It's just unintentional. Yeah. I can understand that. Like, there are very, very many varieties of niches that most people haven't got into. I have, I have not met one person that has not played Mario, which is surprising. It is. Because, like, I feel like Mario's, like, the major franchise. Like, I've, I've also played, like, the Donkey Kong games, oh. Sonic, Mortal Kombat. That was another one growing up. Like, Mortal Kombat Trilogy and Ultimate Mortal Kombat. And those are the two biggest ones that I got into. Again, because my brother. So, that's pretty much as far as my video game history. All right. So, um, what are your favorite genres in gaming? You know, it used to be, like, really, like, single-player grinding games. But now I kind of just, like, am not as interested with those. I go for ones that I can pretty much play with my friends. Yeah. Or just something, like, as long as it's fun from, like, Smash to League to Warzone. Just something that's, like, quick-paced that, like, requires me to think and, like, I guess 
compete with other people. I used to really be into campaign games, but over the years it's kind of just died down. Um, I'll only do a campaign game if it's something I'm really into, like Star Wars, but even then it's still like, it feels like a mission for me. All right, all right. So what are your top three favorite games of all time that you can just name off from the top of your head? Super Mario 64. All right, legit. Okay. I'm going to put The World's Not Enough there from the N64 James Bond game right after Goldeneye. Oh, I forgot. Underrated. Just because all the memories I have with it with my brother. And I'm going to put Smash Bros. Melee because that was like the pinnacle of where it started. I, I played the one for the N64 too, but the Melee one was the one where I played with my friends like in elementary school, and I felt like that's where it really picked up. All right, all right. I like Good that. choices. I have some culture. <laughs> oh man, you have a lot of people replying to you. Oh wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, out of all the consoles that you've um, owned throughout the past, what would be your top three that, like, would be like you had the greatest memories on, like your top three gaming consoles? Because for people, for me, I would say for those that you know have been following the podcast for a good time, you already know it's the PS2, the N64, and the PS4. Agreed. I'm gonna do the N64, the GameCube, and the original Xbox. Ooh, Ooh, nice. That's a first, actually. Oh, yeah. Because a lot of the same games that were on the PS2 were on the Xbox, and I felt like they kind of ran just like a little bit better. Please mm-hmm. tell me you played Fusion Frenzy. I'd be lying to you if I said I did. Oh, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> that is one of my personal favorites, hands down. What is it, a racing game, a fighting game? Uh, Fusion Frenzy. It's like one of those multi-mini games that you used to play. Oh, uh, okay. Such a weird animis- uh, animation. It's ahead of its time. I always love those kind of games or systems that are just like too good and nobody realizes it until it's too late. The PSP is a prime example. Yeah. Way ahead of its time. Yeah. Agreed. All right. So a good question I, I want to ask is, uh, before I even ask that, um, one person in chat named RizUp asked, um, how's Valorant going for you, Coda? It's hard because uh, that would technically be my first game that I'm using keyboard and mouse on. And I didn't realize how much of a big difference that it really is to go from controller to keyboard to mouse. It looks cooler. It feels cooler. But I'm struggling very badly to the point sometimes it deters me away from playing it. But I, I still should try and learn how to get good at it because it's actually a fun game. I never played CSGO. And it's pretty similar in terms of like mechanic-wise. I don't know if you guys have played it. Yeah, I've played it. But, I have not yet. Yeah. But, uh, like Valorant just has like a bit more like abilities because each uh, character, champion, I'm sorry if I'm saying it wrong, is uh, different. So I just yeah, hit the that, Yeah, that, that picked up. <laughs> that was bass. <laughs> Unnecessary <Yep>. bass. <laughs> just a little bit. <laughs> there we go. So that's that. All right. So next question is, what got you into Smash? Again, uh, that was one of the games I played with the N64 with my brother. Mm-hmm. Um, I played, or at least in the competitive scene. The competitive scene. Um, I used to play with my friends. Um, we played Brawl, we played uh, Project M, and we played even Smash Four. Oh wow! Um, it was more sort of towards the end of the Smash Four scene, where I was pretty much getting bodied all the time. And then again, I hate losing, so I was like, mm, I kind of want to get better at this. But then Ultimate, I think, was like two or three weeks away. So I'm like, I'm just going to wait for that because there's no point in trying to get good at this if Ultimate's coming out. Yeah, uh, I played Ultimate, and I was actually better than my friends for like a little bit. So I was like, okay, maybe things can be different. Um, and then probably about a year after, because I started going to tournaments, I think it was the August-September era before COVID. Mm-hmm. So I went to like a couple like small locals and things like that, then COVID happened. And then I played, I practiced, and I was like, okay, I kind of want to try and like 
do this more. Uh, one of the biggest people that got me into the competitive scene is uh, Kildros. I'm not sure if you guys are familiar with him. Yeah, I'm familiar with him. Yeah, so through him, I saw like the competitive scene of Smash. I saw tournaments. I met a lot of cool people that bodied me, and then it also inspired me. Like, damn, these people are like really good, and I kind of want to try and be at their level. So since then, it's just literally uh, been a grind, especially the last couple months more so than ever. Yeah. Like, with Smash, it's just, like, hearing people, like, what we've had on the podcast um, previously, like, previous guests that we had on the podcast, like, Joy-Con, DGK, Aerodesk, <coughs> and whatnot, we would also ask them, you know, what got them into Smash, and then, of course, the competitive scene. It's always something completely unique. Like, everyone has, like, a very unique experience when they come into the competitive scene, and then they just end up growing into it, and then, of course, they find their... It's like they find their home and, of course, they find their place where it's like, this is where I belong. Yeah, definitely. Um, I didn't think the Smash community or the people in the community would be as helpful, as welcoming, as nice. They definitely are not like the stereotypes that you see on social media. Oh, yeah, definitely. Like, I don't know. I can actually agree with this. I don't know where that comes from. Probably, like, out of, let's say, out of, like, 20 people I've met, maybe one has been, like, ill-mannered or not as nice. But everyone else, like, pretty much you just walk up to somebody and start talking. They'll, they'll pretty much talk back to you. Yeah. Some people will try and help you out. Some people just, you know, mind their business, which is, you know, perfectly fine. Not everybody has to do that. But as a whole, the community has been really cool. Like, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm a big fan of it, especially, like, South Florida as a whole. These guys are great. Yeah, right, right, right. So, um, and we also noticed that um, you're with uh, Cold Front, or is that something that you've started and created, or is just the organization that you just became a part of? Oh, this was an organization that I became a part of. They've been around for like a couple of years. Their main thing was mostly uh, Call of Duty, oh, and they were in cool. like the CDL for like a little bit. They even had some like major wins over uh, Fnatic. I don't know if you guys are too familiar with them. I heard of them briefly. Yeah. Um, and then it kind of turned into basically like a more of because there's there's two owners. So one focuses more on the streamer community aspect. One focuses more on the gaming competitive esport aspect of it. Um, and when I got into it, it was uh, July of this past this past year. And so I got in as basically a streamer. They have like two different tiers. They have streamer, then stream team, you know, get certain amount of views, certain amount of interactions, this and that. Because um, I actually reached out to them because I had like a little, uh, I guess like a period where I was trying to like, get the brand going, you know, what can push me, what can motivate me to stream more, to do more videos, to be more consistent. And then eventually, you know, they were one of the first people to reach back. You know, we spoke and I was able to join them. And since then, I've just been grinding a lot more. So now I'm like a, a bit more higher up on the totem pole, if you will, when it comes to like streaming and just like doing content for them. And then I saw a lot of the the scene that was picking up here, like I'm sure you guys know Flynn's, of course, Checkmate, yeah. you know, Wolfpack. And I was like, you know, this seems really cool. Like I do this all the time. I talk to people, I have friends, I see people who are really good who haven't been picked up. So maybe I can, you know, I guess play my hand and see how to do this. And I wanted to do it a bit sooner, but you know, I wanted to see, you know, what the owners thought, if they were okay with this, you know, what, what can I do? What can I do? What do I have control over this, that, and the other? And then eventually, you know, it just kind of came to fruition in um, December. And then I basically, I had people that I was already thinking of that I wanted to try and pick up or like speak to. And that's pretty much the people that we have now. Yeah. And we signed the first group of people. I think it was January 27th or 17th, 17th, I think. And now that's pretty much the people that we have now and love them all. You know, they are, Great. Love you guys. You know, it's a, it's a really good support system. I'm glad that they have the trust in me to do this, and I'm glad Coldfront gave me the opportunity to start the Smash team uh, for them. So, 
It's been a great ride. That is so fucking cool. It's been a great ride. Plus, they gave you drip. That's even better. (laughs) Right? And there's going to be even more stuff coming out. So I'm I'm excited. excited. (laughs) (laughs) I'm very hyped. This has been like one of the coolest (laughs) things I've ever done and ever been a part of. Oh, yeah. That, That is great to hear. Awesome to hear that, that, you know, you've joined this organization and you've put in the time, you've worked with them, you put in the effort, and now they're giving you um you know power or some kind of authority to lead this team that you have faith in that you feel confident that these guys are going to perform they're going to do well and they're not going to let you down they're going to represent the brand even you know bigger and better and get the you know the name out there even more especially when they go out and you know compete to either regional tournaments or even major tournaments yeah right um the the big one that we have i think that pretty much like 90 95 of us are going to be at of course is going to be a ceo in june oh this is gonna be so cool all right i can't wait for everyone to just meet up and like everybody gets to meet everybody gets to like finally just be you know one-on-one together right and i think even a good portion of us are doing uh low tide city it's at the end of april i think it's oh, april nice. 29th to may 2nd it's gonna be in texas so that's pretty exciting too are any of you guys going to combo breaker or no not that i'm aware of okay oh my goodness yeah, got a lot of stuff going on. It's very exciting. Yeah, oh, yeah. and the fact I just realized Diavolo and Psychotics are in the chat and are also a part of Cold Front. I'm just like, this Diavolo, all makes sense Psychotics, now. Hot Love. This makes sense now. Music, <laughs> Pickpocket, Marsh, um, Lau. Lau. And we got two more people that we just signed that I'm waiting to announce within the next uh, coming days. Oh, so. snap. That's going to be sick. That's going to be really interesting. But yeah, yeah, they're also just sending love back. <laughs> <laughs> Man, all right, so we want to know what are your moments, like a moment that you had to be there for, like what are your moments that you want to share with us where where it's like it was so, it, it could either be good or bad, but it's like it had to be a moment where like, yo, you had to be there, it, but it's got to, of course, be gaming related. Ooh, gaming related. Ooh. It could be from events, casual moments, you know, the, the downside of that is I just get so locked in sometimes that I'm not really, like, paying attention to what's... Any ass whoopings from like, Valorant or something? <laughs> I mean, I've gotten my ass kicked pretty bad uh, plenty of times. I remember uh, one of the locals that I used to go to was uh, K, uh, K Rico. And I remember it was on the same day as Versus. I don't know if you guys... Just, yeah, I'm yeah. Versus. Um, and they were closed that day, so a lot of the, like, really, you know, big names at the time came down. Uh, 8-Bitman was one of them, and I think Sabrick was also, like, another one, and... They came with the intention to body us and farm us and, you know, just make sure we never have fun. And in the first round, I got paired up with uh, Aven Man. And um, that was one of the most humbling experiences ever. That was also another cusp to, like, want to get better at the game because that was, like, so helpless, so unaware. Like, I got bodied uh, the first game. So I'm like, all right, I'm obviously going to lose the second one. So I might as well just have fun. So I go Donkey Kong. He goes Diddy Kong. Uh, I took the first stock somehow, and I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> like, this is probably, like, a bad idea. And I see, like, the, the focus the enrage that happens to him out of the peripheral of my eye. Oh, that was like last night. In. And he just bodied me as Diddy Kong, and he did like the the combo with the banana where oh. he throws it. And like I'm watching what he's doing, and he's so sure that everything's going to hit and land and it's going to kill when he needs to. He's literally doing the taunt at like oh in real life. And I'm like, <laughs> man, I'm getting embarrassed. I'm getting cooked. That like is there so is awful. nothing to do with this. And, I, and it's funny because I spoke to him. Uh, yesterday about it because like you know me and him talk and i was like hey do you remember when this and this happened he's like that was years ago i'm like i have not forgotten (laughs) (laughs) 
I have been counting the days. <laughs> and one day I'll get my revenge. Not anytime soon, but I would say that's definitely up there. Oh, <laughs> two people in the chat actually wanted you to explain some stories. Like? Diavolo said, uh, tell them about when I almost double three stalked you. Oh, man. <laughs> wow. I remember, I remember uh, one of my first interactions with him because I haven't beaten him in bracket, un unfortunately. I think it's like 0 and 4 right now. Um, so the very first time we played, I pretty much got double three stocked. Like I got bodied. I was like, damn, I got washed. Oh, I probably shouldn't play this game. <laughs> the next week I get paired with him again. I'm like, okay, maybe it won't be so bad. First game I get three stocks, second game I took a stock. I'm like, okay, you know, we're making progress. I think it was fine the third game and the fourth one that was like very close. Like it came down to like, you know, split decision, you know, just his timing being much better than mine. And so I was like, pretty good. Because, like, I, I have a thing inside where, like, of course I'm going to get mad and frustrated when I lose. But I feel like you got to definitely be able to separate, like, are you mad at the game or are you just mad that, you know, you aren't where you want to be? Like, I'm not going to get mad at somebody because they're better than me at the game. Like, that makes no sense. Yeah. And Diavolo was That's a good awesome. example. Like, he was reading what I was doing. He was going for saucy stuff. He's going off the stage. He's going for spikes. He's doing this. He's doing this. And it's like, I can't get mad at him. He's, he's good at the game. He, he knows what he's doing. So... I hope to one day be able to be you in bracket and not get swept as bad as I did before. Yeah, there's also two more things. Psychotics asked about uh, talk about Lao versus pickpocket. <laughs> Should I worry about this? <laughs> so we did a we did a little cold front uh, grind sesh at my house uh, two days ago. So I had uh, Lao come over, pickpocket, and uh, psychotics, of course. So we're just kind of rotating like on the monitors and stuff. And I think they did like a the best of five. So me and psychotics are playing our game. They're playing theirs. After a while, I'm like, all right, you know, five games have definitely had to, like, pass. I turn around, and I'm like, hey, you know, how are the games going? And Pickpocket just starts laughing. He's like, I probably won at least, like, 17. And I'm like, and I'm, I'm like have, you, have you won one? He's like, no, I haven't. And, and, like, I know it sounds bad, but, like, during that, like, that uh, grind sesh, I probably only took one game, but I didn't win any sets. Like, oh, I, I, oh. I probably went, like, one in 48. Like, but that's, that's part of the grind, you know, just trying to get better. You know, it's not always about results it's like what can you take away from what can you learn what's different and then hopefully apply it when you go to tournaments and stuff like that oh my goodness and then absolutely there's, then there's another one from diavolo asking about how uh cf's very own lao bodying fg under god bruh you cannot use me and what i'm doing as a platform to instigate <laughs> your beef with under god oh all right that's between y'all oh I'm not going to go against it or oh condone God, it. The gaslighting. But CF, baby. That's all I'm saying. I, I realized I set myself up for that. Oh my you, you know what I should do? You know what I should do for a podcast episode? Have them both on. Yes. That would be awesome. Have both Under God and Diavolo on as guests. Why does I feel like DGK and Joy-Con? Because it's almost like it. I, I feel like this is a little worse, man. They be going at each other's throats like every day. Like Okay, you're not wrong. <laughs> you're not. Like, under God minding his own business, and Diavolo's like, yo, this is a banger. And just <laughs> goes for him every I, time. I watch his Twitter, and I just crack up. It's just, so, it, it's just so random. Like, yo, like, if you're in the Smash scene or whatnot, or even in the local competitive scene, there's, there's a couple of people you need to follow if you really want some quality entertainment. You, one, you need to follow DGK. Two, you need to follow Diavolo. Three, you need to follow Undergod. And who would be the fourth? I would say Joy-Con, but Joy-Con doesn't be on Twitter. Nah, not, not as much. much. Hmm. Who's an honorable fourth? Who, who, yeah, who would be an honorable fourth person? Watch, we're going to find someone in the chat. That's Javi. Yeah, Javi's got to be on the roll. Yeah, Javi. Javi would have to be the fourth. Be on the list. Yeah. 
Like, if you, if you really want to know who your instigators, your shit talkers are in the community, and you just want some good <laughs> quality entertainment on They just always media. have something going on. Yeah, like, they it, wake it, up, and it's like, I'm going to choose violence today. Yeah, like, they, they, go at it, they go at it literally almost every day, and it's just the fun, the funniest shit to see. And then you're hoping, especially um, here at Flint's, they show up, and then, like, <laughs> I'll even say this. Like, if Underground and Diavolo were in bracket, I don't care if they're in winners or losers, I'm putting them on stream. That has to be on stream. <laughs> that it has, has to, to be, be on stream because that's going to be some funny shit. It has shit. to be witnessed. It has to be. Yeah, there's no way I'm going to be like, all right, y'all going to just play on a <laughs> non-stream setup. No, y'all, y'all playing on stream. I'm excited for the for the money match they have. And uh, come to find out, Under God has three money matches with people in CF. Oh, my God. Good Lord. <laughs> So it's going to go one of two ways. <laughs> Either he's going to get bodied or we're going to get embarrassed. But I don't think that's going to happen. I have my utmost trust and faith in them. It's going to be Lau, Diavolo, and Pickpocket. Oh, my God. I'm not worried. I specifically want to watch this stream now. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. Next Saturday at the arcade, and it's going to be chaotic here. Villains. But I love yeah, it. Yeah, I it, love it, every it, bit of it. Yes. Diavolo <laughs> literally just said he's going to lose to all of them. <laughs> lose all, or lose all of them. <laughs> That would be something. Like, he would not hear the end of it. No. <laughs> Ever. No. Like, he would just walk in and be like, hey, it's the guy who lost to three CF people. What's good? <laughs> so, Diavolo is also asking, put him, Javi, and uh, Under God in a podcast. <laughs> just get all the villains together. I, I don't think it's going to be a safe podcast, but I'm here for it. That means I have to get... D- D- yeah, you might as well add, like, DGK. And I, just might have, well, like, I might as well add DGK. Just, like, the four Are we, we going to have another Smash cast? I, I guess so. I'm down for this. You might as well. <laughs> I also saw you wanted to do uh, a crew battle in, like, April or, or May around that time. Yeah, like, um, the idea, like? because um, th- I've always been hearing the whole, you know, north-south Florida versus south-south Florida. <laughs> yeah, and then there's south-south, and like, I'm like, man. Too many def- technicalities. That is going to be, like, west-south Florida versus east-south Florida. And yeah, like, it, so, so. It hurts me just thinking about it. <laughs> yeah, so I was just like, you know what, how about, how about, you know, we just make it a little bit better? How about we make this interesting? How about you, we have Checkmate guys, Wolfpack guys, Flynn guys, and Cold Front guys. Crew battle. That sounds fun. People would definitely watch that. Yeah. And definitely, like, another idea you could do for, like, a podcast episode near then is you have, like, one person from each. <laughs> and they're all just here. And oh, that'd just, be interesting. It'd be an just, awkward tribunal, like, a, an awkward <laughs> group of people. Yes. <laughs> it's just going to be everyone staring I, at each I other. I am here for this. <laughs> like, so. So. Like, you got to have, like, Diavolo under. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's perfect. Just have, like, the four villains from each, from yeah. each crew. Yeah, literally. It's like watching a but bunch wait, of who's awkward. A vil- but who's a villain in Checkmate, though? Hmm. Yes. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Mm, do they have a villain? Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> they'll, they'll get one. I feel like every group needs to have a villain. Yeah. Ours is Diavolo. Diavolo just said, it's crazy that anyone that matters is a part of a team now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you're throwing shade or how. <laughs> the slander, I love it. <laughs> this is how it starts. Yeah. And you got the people be like, oh, I saw, I saw someone tweet it like, oh, you're an affiliated player, but you lost. Or like, oh, you're a sponsored player, but you lost. And it's like... Man, yeah, you, you, you y'all truly, are so reckless with each other. For real, like you, you, you hate to see it, but at the same time, you love to see it's it. It's funny. Oh, like, I love to see it. it I'm not gonna lie. It definitely feels it. Yeah, like that's another thing that where it keeps the community interest and engaged is that you know you have like rivalries like this going on, and it keeps people active, and it's like now they're looking forward to. You know, coming out to locals and whatnot, shit talk each other, and then of course just having a good time. 
I don't know if it's like that in other places, but I, I know at least here in South Florida, especially in the Smash scene, like there's a lot of shit talking that yeah. goes on. You, whether it's, it's here or whether it's online. Shit talking is a very important aspect of the competitive community. And yeah. Smash is like a really... It spices things up. It has yeah. to. Like it keeps things interesting because then you're, like, you're going to see these people. You're going to see them in real life. You see them play. It's like, oh, man, they're going to meet. Oh, man, they're going to be on stream. <laughs> and, you know, that's... Like, Silver Rock, you got that message, didn't you? Yeah, I got that message. Diavolo's asking me, tell us how tell us how Flint's felt when Undergod went 0-2 at the very first Flint <laughs> after signing him. No. Listen, man. Villain. Listen, listen, Villainous. Listen, listen. <laughs> I'm going to just say this. Everyone has a bad night, all right? Everybody has a bad night. The slander. I, I, I'm, I'm, listen, everyone has a bad night. Facts. Last night, Undergod had a really good night. He beat his bracket demon, Chunky God, sending him down to losers. The pop-off was crazy. Was yeah. <laughs> yeah, because Undergod get, gets tired of fighting Chunky Kong because that's it. Because he, that's, they ride together, so it's just like, why do I have to keep fighting him over <laughs> and over again? And finally, last night, Undergod beats Chunky. And then, of course, in losers, Chunky ends up beating Undergod. The run back. It happens. Yeah. It does. Everybody but um, has their days. But yeah, like as I said, everyone has a bad night. I'm not knocking that. It's still early, so he just has that one bad win. But eventually, it'll go back to you know normal where he's not going 0 and 2. It's gonna be either 4 5 or 4 5 2 or 4 2 5 2, so on and so forth. It builds character. Yeah. Sometimes you have to just come back and bounce back better. <laughs> well, so yeah, because I wasn't there. And I'm pretty, yep, I, I knew he was going to say something. <laughs> he has a whole list of things to say about Under God. My man is ready like a Skyrim. Like a Skyrim oh, for sure. Put character. Like as soon as you said, like, oh, everybody has those days, he, he's going to be like, well, he's going to have a bunch more. Like it's going to be like, oh, oh, two, oh, two. He's ready. He's ready. He is ready. He is probably the biggest hater. And it's hilarious. My man has plus 10 speech, just ready to say something. He's there. Like I he, love it. <laughs> these instigators, bro. These instigators, man. We need them. <laughs> yes. We need them. <laughs> what is he saying? Now? I got a list for everyone. It's just his time to shine. <laughs> That's true. He went through DGK. He went through Underguts. I wonder who, who is he going to pick next after this? Let's give it one minute. <laughs> <Where he's laughs> yeah, I'm interested in who see, see who, who would be next. I wonder, I wonder, like, if he has a type. Because I'm trying to see the similarities between DGK and Undergod. Is, is he going to pick another villain to out-villain him, or is he going to pick someone who's just minding their own business? Yes. Nah, he's going he's gonna to find someone that's the that's shit talk and be like, all right, I'm going to start shit Bet. with you. That's it. And the fact you can clip this in the podcast and find it later. Yeah. <laughs> like, right now, Undergod, if he's watching or not, he's going to see all this on Twitter and be like, what the fuck? It's like, <laughs> it's like I'm going to just go back to sleep. My type of people is who won't get offended. <laughs> That's true, though. You gotta, you gotta know that this is all, you know. Just, I would hope and assume so, you know, out of respect, out of love, you know, just to keep things interesting, just oh, to yeah. keep it spicy. Oh yeah, definitely. Those memes are probably the best things I've seen, even though I know legit nobody in Smash. Yeah. You 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 have to come out to the locals, even oh as my a God. even as a spectator, because that's definitely down. That's where you'll see it start brewing up or whatnot, and then it just. <sighs> Also, if you don't follow them on Twitter already, of course. you definitely have to. Yeah, of course yeah. I do. You you, you got to follow them on Twitter because that's where the real fun in action is at. I'm a part of Flynn's family. What do you think? I, you know, I got to know what's going on. And it's just so out of pocket. Like someone would tweet, man, my life is really falling apart. Yeah, because you go to every tournament. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> like, how? <laughs> like, where did that come from? <laughs> the one, I know we're talking about Diavolo, and I we're supposed to be talking about you. Bro, you're good. <laughs> but there's this one, t- yo, there's this one tweet, and this was from DGK and whatnot, and, um, DJK said something about, um, I think he was um, try- going on a date or whatnot, or some girl was saying something, you know, nice and sweet. I and know then what D- about. Yeah. <laughs> and then Diavolo chops in with a meme of his own. I was like, bro, <laughs> that shit was so disrespectful. No, that one, that one was out of pocket for sure. <laughs> this man was excited to go on a date, and Diavolo just <laughs> whack. <laughs> it's crazy. Oh, I'm definitely having him on my, I'm definitely having him on the next Smash cast. Oh, God. The instigators. Please, please do. <laughs> the culture needs it. I was like, bro. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm reading. I'm just like, yo. <laughs> and, this was, and I was at work. And I'm just like, yo, this is so disrespectful. I, I think I was reading this too. <laughs> and it's even worse when you get ratioed. <laughs> <laughs> like when the reply gets more attention than the actual tweet. So that's two L's and one. That is pain. Oh, my God. He just gave me a great idea for a good meme. I got to get with Diavolo in the studio and just... God, you better credit me. <laughs> Man, how'd you think of this all by myself? <laughs> but, yo, the Smash scene here, man, it's... You definitely want, want to be a part of it. I, I understand, you know, there's a Smash scene, and then, of course, there's the, you know, the non-Smash scene, the other guys that play fighting games I'm, or whatnot. I'm worried that Diavolo's sending me to tweet to explain this. <laughs> Oh, he probably is. He's probably pulling out the receipts as we speak. <laughs> probably had that shit bookmarked. <laughs> as he should. <laughs> he wakes up every morning. Yep, I did this. Yo. <laughs> oh my God. He hasn't sent it to me yet, but I'm sure he will. Yeah, He's it, gonna it, find it. yeah eventually. But I'll send I'll... it to you guys. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I would say definitely. I mean... I was there for it. You were there for it. Like those, th- that's a moment that you have to be there. It's just the shit talking that goes on in, in, in our community. It's just, it's bruh. I feel like it's next level. Yeah. It's different. There's, there's just something about it. That's like, I kind of want to be a part of this, no matter how good or bad you are at the game, like just to be around it, whether you're watching, whether you're Hi. going, oh, like you're just there. You see it. Yep. No, no, no. I just see Javi saying I'm here for the DGK slender. <laughs> 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 hasn't said anything the whole time. Oh shit, man, we're gonna shit on him. Bet. <laughs> now, 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 y'all, y'all, y'all. You missed we, it. Listen, we are not gonna make this an episode where we just everyone's just gonna slam DGK. Going. <laughs> you just see, you just see the title change. Special guest coda, DGK slander. <laughs> Wolfpack Gaming just blew up suddenly. <laughs> the stocks are up. Oh, God. It's an NFT. Don't screenshot. Oh, no. <laughs> Not a Wolfpack NFT. Oh, God. <laughs> Yo. Now, DJK gives, gives that idea that it works. I'm taking, I'm taking a percentage. <laughs> we do have the proof that we thought of it. Yes, we have. <laughs> Yo, y'all, y'all, y'all out of pocket this morning, man. Like, y- y'all wild this morning. But you know what? Hey, we That's- appreciate that. We, we truly do. And... I'm just here for it, man. I'm, I'm I'm here for all of it. I already know next Saturday is going. The Arcadian is going to be very, very. <laughs> it, it's going to be lit. Very much. Like we need all the villains to show up or whatnot, all the instigators to show up, and 
who do you think is going to take it? Give me, give me like a short list of people that you think can walk away from it. <laughs> For the Arcadian, I would say Manzana. Yeah. Manzana being a really big threat. I would go with Under God. I, I, I'll put it like this. My top eight picks would be Manzana, Under God, Seabrick, Diavolo, Lau. That's five. Marsh. I also see who else? I, um, what's, what's, what's? I can see Skull taking it. I can see Blux just taking it. And yeah, that's eight. That's a solid lineup. I could really see any one of those. I'm trying to think if there's anyone I'd swap out. So it's just non-PR players. Yeah, up. non. Yeah. But but other people can still like come down to play. Yeah. Like, mm, that's interesting there. I feel like it's gonna draw some really hot talents that aren't PR. Like if Javi shows up and he's not PR, I mean, yeah, yeah, he could definitely take it. Javi, are you retired or are you still in the game or just taking on a hiatus? I might make a couple calls then. (laughs) 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 This is where my villain arc starts. I know Javi just said under God question mark. South Florida fell off for real. (laughs) Damn. And now we change the title back to Under God Slander. Yeah, said, nah, he's not allowed. Okay, so Javi's not allowed then. <laughs> could you could you imagine if the grand finals comes down to Diavolo and Under God? Bruh. You just imagine. That, w- that would be entertaining as fuck. Like, I... W- they would probably, like, shit talk, like, mid-game. <laughs> like, you really went for that? Like, you really thought you were going to land that? You're not him. I don't know who you think you are, but you're not him. I got to ask the owners, um... For the Arcadian, are we going to have the stage layout? That would be super cool. That was honestly one of the coolest things ever. Like, if there's one thing that, like, the South Florida scene, and, like, especially that you guys do, you guys always find a way to, like, up the next thing. Oh, yeah. And awesome. I can't reveal any more. I can't reveal any future plans that we have. Which is fair. Or projects. I mean, I we are currently working on a very, very big project, but I can't reveal any details about it and please do not come up to me and ask me in person so what's this big ass project y'all got going <laughs> i'm like i i, I can't tell you shut up i love surprises so but y'all gonna be surprised and i can't give any hints because it's like if i just even give one little hint to what that big project is it'll be a cyclone of unending questions no not a cycle of unending questions it's just that people know people people will know Okay. Yeah, and then if one person knows they're going to go tell someone, and they're going to tell someone, they're going to tell someone, it's just going to be like a wildfire. Yeah. So, so it's, it's just, just like, better to keep it under wraps. Yeah. Like, I do have plans for Fire Fest Season 4, and I did say on Twitter that because of um, because of um, how busy the month of June is going to be, especially with CEO, we've oh, decided yeah. to push it back to July because it's just... It's going to be too busy. Yeah, there's, like, way too much. There's, like, Infinity Con beginning of June. There's oh, CEO yeah. at, at the end of it. I think there's even something in the middle of June. So, yeah, just. Yeah. So, it's, it's, I was just like, yeah, let me just make this decision just to move it to July, which is would be a lot better. And it, it would be much safer to, you know, run something for the community because majority of the attention is going to be either. In, it's going to be on CEO primarily. Yeah. And then, of course, for those that are hungry for Infinity Con, then they'll go to Infinity Con. So, it's just best in my interest and then of course the interest for everybody else in the community to just move it to July so that way everyone's just off of that 
that sweat from CEO, and then okay, here's an, another uh, local tournament, a, another local premier tournament that everyone can attend. That yeah, can like be a, a super local. Yeah, and you know everyone will enjoy it. And I do have ideas and plans for that as well, and should be a good time. Season four is gonna be wild. It definitely gives people like a chance to like if they do decide to do Infinity Con and or CEO, they get like that little break in between. You know, they get to breathe and then they get to reset for Fighter Fest. Yeah, like, imagine having Infinity Con, Fighter Fest, CEO. They'd be burned out. Yeah. That's an overload. Yeah. Yeah. Because right, that, that, thinking about it, I was like, yeah, we'll do it. And I'm like, nah, I, I don't want to you know, do that because I think I would, be over, I would be stretching ourselves out too much. And then, of course, our players out. So I was like, you know what? It'd just be overkill. Yeah. Uh, it, I agree. But we will have something special the week before CEO for Smash. I I'm not okay. gonna say what it okay. is, okay. but that's, it's gonna be something real. That's not special. too far either. Yeah, that's suspense though. Got to keep the people interested. Oh yeah, definitely. Always. All right, so our next topic is: What are your gaming pet peeves? Something that annoys you. I even though I used to do this really badly, um, I hate when people are like degrading themselves in the middle of a game. Like, if we're playing, it's like, oh, I'm so stupid. Oh, I'm not going to win. Oh, this. And it's like, I don't know. It's kind of like throws, like, me off. That's also why, like, I just, like, listen to my music. I don't want to hear what someone's saying, like, what the background is, anything like that. It's kind of like, I mean, it, you, you kind of already lost if you have that mentality of, like, I lost, I'm a loser kind of thing. Like, just try to, you know, look at it a different way. Like, what can you take from it? Like, yeah, you might you might get three stocks, but I hopefully you can take something from, like, maybe, oh, this, yeah. is, maybe this is what I shouldn't do. I shouldn't approach this way. Right. So... Um, another thing I realized I hate, um, or at least like I have a, a, a dislike for, is like really big obscure movements when someone's playing a game. Like one example is like when you know like someone just like moving so much when they're playing or they're like doing this. And like, they're just like jerking. Yeah, like, like like moving like the entire aspect and like it'll it like will like eventually bump me and it's like the move doesn't do more damage. <laughs> it's just being dramatic. Yeah, it, it, it's just it's just a very intense moment, and just like, come on. See, I can yeah, under, I can understand towards the finals, and you're just really getting into it. Yeah. And if you're like away from somebody, like the setup, but if you're like right next to somebody and just bobbing and weaving, yeah. And like it, I get that, like nerves will happen and stuff. But it's like there has to be some control. Like another one is like when people are like super loud when something doesn't work. I remember one time like I was playing someone. I'm not gonna say who. If you know who it is, okay. We're playing over there, and he tries to go for like a combo, and he misses, and he like like he screams "fuck," and I'm like, "Shut up! <laughs> like just, like just play the fucking game." <laughs> That's funny. Like damn. And he was winning too. Like it was like three one. Like, relax. Like you're gonna win. Like it's okay. Just breathe. Yeah. Like, you didn't need to like scream. For, and like I saw like everyone looked at him just like awkward. Anyways, so I mean, I I I guess just like things like that. I don't really have like too many things. Uh, just like mentals, movements, or like. Not having like I guess self control like oh restraint with certain God. things. <laughs> Can't wait to see what it is. Uh, Rizrop just like said, "Man's calling me out to shake my hand." <laughs> You're definitely a, a wild one when things don't go your way. Like the times we played Warzone. <laughs> Still love you though. Yeah, I, I see it here at Flynn's, especially like last night, and I think it was um the set with um Chunky Kong. I, yeah, it was Grand Finals Chunky Kong versus Eight Bit Man, and it's just like. Like, you'll see it in the camera, like, you'll see it in um, AB Man's camera that he was just, like, like, he was into, like... No, like, he Ch gets he gets so into it. Yeah, like, he was so into it. Like, Chunky's just, you know, playing and sitting back or whatnot. 
<laughs> and Eight Bit Man was just like this and whatnot, just like. Oh, I love I I love watching him play because like you'll see him and it'll be like a missing foot and he's like, and like you know like you know he's picking up like you know he's like all right this is this is gonna be different now. Yeah. So. Rizrup literally just said, "Lmao, ao, chill." Didn't have to share all that. <laughs> I can tell a whole story. I could have a whole episode about, oh my God. about, about the stories. All right, oh we'll but I won't. We'll definitely save that for the next Smashcast or something. <laughs> I'm just playing. But yeah, like I, I even see it here with you know, with some players and whatnot. And I'm, I, sometimes I would tell them like, "Yo, you just gotta you know chill, take a chill, relax." And like, especially if you're playing on stream, guess what? You can go back and rewatch you know, your match, see what you messed up at and whatnot. And then, of course, look at your look at how you're reacting, how you're responding or whatnot. Like if you were calm and level headed, you would have done things a lot differently. Like if you like there's a saying, the calmest warrior wins the battle while an angry and upset warrior makes a lot of mistakes. Yeah, because, like, I feel like one of the biggest things, if not the biggest thing about, like, any competitive thing, but, you know, since we're talking about Smash, is definitely, like, the mentals that you have towards it. You know, if you think, like, you know, going back, it's like, oh, like, I'm a loser, I'm going to lose this. It's not really, you know, going to go your way. You'll be antsy. You'll force yourself to do things you wouldn't normally do. Kind of like how you just said, like, you don't really make good decisions in your best judgment when you're emotional, in a sense. So if, you, if you're able to keep that under wraps or have some balance towards it, I feel like you're going to have a much better outcome. And I've had, like, a lot of examples like that, like, you know, I, I'll get, like, really angry, but, like, I can't let that derail me, which is something that I go through right now trying to get better as a competitive person for Smash. Because when I first started, I'll, like, die once, and I'm like, well, I suck. Well, this is over. But it's like, that, that doesn't help me. Like, you know, and you've seen people, you know, reverse 3-1. The game is not over until it's over. Yeah. So, you know, just keep trying. Just do the best you can. You know, push through it. Obviously, it's upsetting, and it's not the result you want, but it's not over. So much under God slander, less than two minutes. I'm not surprised. <laughs> Javi. <laughs> <laughs> Under God folds, if you shit talk him in person, the man is the embodiment of Twitter fingers. Oh my God. Can't even make eye contact with his Can girl without making him a twit longer about it. <laughs> Damn, I know what he's talking about too. Oh my God. Uh, I, I don't know if you saw it, the one, the one about like how Under God brought his girlfriend to like a, I think like, like a tournament or something. And I someone, did not see this. And someone that he wasn't like, I guess, cool with their friends. It was like, oh my God, you didn't introduce us. And then it sparked a whole conversation of if you should introduce your significant other to people, to friends, to this and that. I got like, I think over like one or two K likes, like it blew the fuck up. Do you follow? Just fill me in later. <laughs> it's... It was an interesting conversation. Y'all are savages, man. Y'all are some... Smash players are the most cutthroat, and I love it. Y'all are so savage. I never realized how cutthroat until maybe no a chill. few months ago. No chill. None whatsoever. I there freaking was, love it. There was no filter. <laughs> there was no gray air. There was only death. <laughs> only the strongest can rule. Not even the light can come through. No. <laughs> you, you won't see the light at all. <laughs> they will take you down Bruh. with them if they, if they have to. Oh, my God. Bro, damn. Man. It's kind of funny though. This, like from this, the outside, you're like, there's a lot of drama, but it's kind of funny to watch. This is the most slander in the podcast, actually. <laughs> Which I do not condone. I mean, we're used to it. <laughs> oh yeah. But um, yeah, like even like um, back to what we were saying. Um, <clears throat> like I, I see it here where some of the players would, you know, get upset or get frustrated or whatnot, and you know when they lose a set or they lose a game. One of the first things I'll notice is if you see, see see someone just storming out walking, you're just like, oh, boy. They lost. Yeah. It, it, it was like, and then I'm not going to say who, but I asked them, what the hell did you do? Like, I'll go to them like, yo, what the fuck did you do? 
And then they just have this smirk on their face, and we're just like, they just they just take it personal. Yeah, man, it's just like, and like you just can't. Like they're here for the same reason as you to to be good, to get experience, and to win. Yeah, it's like y'all, y'all just, and that, and that's the thing that um does concern me, especially with people who hate losing, is the fact that are you here to just win or are you here to you know, have fun and whatnot. Because if you're here to win, you're gonna hate losing. Yep. You're gonna you're gonna hate losing. But if you're here to have fun, then you're not gonna care whether you win or lose. But I would more so say, hey, if you're gonna go to a local, if you're gonna go to a tournament tonight, one of the attitudes you do want to bring in is, you know, a very competitive attitude and you're in it just to see how far you can go and how um and you know and and learn because Granted, there are people that you may not get a chance to play against, and you know, and you know, like right off the bat, if you're going up against someone really good, or if you're going up against someone really bad, or not someone really bad, but like, if this person is like not that good at the game, then you're gonna go in with high confidence. But if you're going up against someone that's stupid good, then now you're getting nervous. You're you're just like, uh, you're, you're, you're starting to doubt yourself. And it's just like, no, don't doubt yourself because you're going up against someone that's, you know, a lot better at the game than you are. You should go in it with enthusiasm and be like, you know what? Hey, this is an opportunity for me to play against this person who I think is better than me. And I want to see how far I can go. So that way I can level up myself. Yeah, and definitely having a balance uh, is super important because you'll play someone who is, let's say, newer to the scene, who's not as experienced, and you're aware of that. Some people get very comfortable, very cocky. They sort of play their food, like play with their food, like so yeah. to speak. So they'll go for this, they'll go, sorry, they'll go for this, they'll go for this, and like all this stuff, and then they'll play someone who is much more experienced than them and then lose. So it's kind of like, you know, you can't have such a, you know, polar opposite. The best thing is to have like a good median and not just underestimate regardless. Like if you're going to go against a, you know, top player and be like, oh, well, I lost, I'm getting three-stocked. That might be true, but don't think it, don't say it, don't don't psych yourself out, because for all you know, they could have an off day, or you could have a really good day. Yeah, like like let's just like even for me, when I decided, like, you know what, I'm gonna enter into Smash Tournament t- tonight. I'm gonna put myself in a bracket, and my my golden intention is to at least get one stock off of someone. Like I'm not gonna let them three stock me. Like that's the my mentality going in is just yeah. you're not gonna three stock me, even though I know not a damn thing in this game. I'm going to get one stock off of you. And to me, that's just progress. <laughs> and that's awesome. It's something. And yeah, you know, it, yeah, you, it's something. And it's just like, you know what? I got one stock off of them. Cool. And then eventually I'm going to take a game off of them. And then eventually I'm going to take a match. People and have to understand that it's it's a grind. You're not going to get super good in a day or in a couple of weeks or months, yeah. especially something like this that's very technical and like a lot of like what you do, what you put in, your mentals. Like there's so many things that go into being good, like in a professional competitive aspect. This can take a really long time to be good at. Yeah. But people are just impatient. And like going back to how you said, like people just like hate losing. I'm probably, I feel like the number one person that hates losing. But I'll always be a loser in some aspect because, you know, you're not going to win every single time. Right. So the best advice to people who hate losing, who can't stand it, learn to have a good relationship with losing and failing because it's going to happen all the time. Yeah. The best thing that you can take from it is you can lose forward and you can fail forward. Yeah. Failure is like one of the first things to getting success you have to have a good relationship with it because it's never going to go away yeah in life and video games no matter what like learn to have a good relationship learn to handle it learn how to balance it learn how to be friends with it it's gonna happen and you're probably gonna lose a lot more times than win yeah and that's just how it is felt that especially the fact i'm competing in guilty gear i go oh and two but i have a lot of fun with it yeah. the game looks so hard like i look at like 
I don't want to say that like Smash isn't like a real fighting game. So I'll say I look at other fighting games like Mortal Kombat and Dragon Ball Z Fighters and Guilty Gear, and I'm just like, damn, that shit looks so fucking hard. Oh yeah, my goal is to at least win one round or so. Sort of like how Silverback goes with one stock. I'm actually the same way. Even though I go own two, I know I'm gonna have fun. I'm gonna make some friends, interact, and yeah, yeah. <coughs> and that's important. It's so much fun, actually. Like you have to have fun with what you're doing. Like if you're not having fun, like coming to tournaments, certain characters, you're playing certain interactions. You know, either something has to change, or maybe this isn't initially for you or what you thought. Like you might have to change like what you're doing. Because you have like certain people who are like, oh, like I like I like playing this character, but I'm not having fun. Ooh, I'm we're having I'm some more. We're having some new people in the chat. Ooh. Sam Bushiardi said pro athletes did not become a pro in a day. That's exactly. true. And then Natty Doe, win feel, wins feel so much better after a loss. Yeah. She's not wrong. Well played. I like that. Javi yeah. says the only thing better than enjoying the game is taking that joy away from others. <laughs> <laughs> so you have the people who look at it from a very positive view and then the villains. <laughs> yes. My day is made when someone else's day is ruined. <laughs> Whatever empowers you. <laughs> but no, they. I thrive off n of negativity. <laughs> I, I missed that last part, but oh my god! <laughs> I thrive off negativity. Very neutron energy. That is chaotic neutral, and I love it. I love him. Yeah, but yeah, like yo, just get used to losing. You're you're not gonna be good like right off the bat. And I would also say, don't get comfortable fighting again. Don't get comfortable playing against people that you know that you're better than. Get comfortable playing against people that are better than you because that way that puts you at a much higher level because, yeah, if you're going to – let's just say that you're playing against 100 people that are not good at the game, you're going to feel like a king. You're going to feel like, yo, yo, I'm the shit. But that one person that you lose to – It's going to derail get, you. Yeah. It just hits the fan sometimes. Yeah, and that's going to knock you all the way down. It's going to make you forget about all of the wins that you have. And I'm going to be like, damn, this one person beat me. Like, fuck this game. I quit. Yeah, and then definitely people take it, like, very, very personal and, like, to very hard. I'm sure there's a lot of people that you guys have seen, that you guys know, that you guys can relate to. And they'll lose in Smash where they go, oh, two, you know, two, two, three. They, they lose, and it's like, man, I shouldn't play this. I shouldn't be alive. I shouldn't do these things. And it's like... That's a little bit too dramatic. Like, I know it's coming from, like, another place, but, like, you know, I would like to hope and assume you come here to not think about those things, like, yeah. to have this as an escape. But then this is just causing you that, you know, it's got to be, like, a different balance, like, a different approach to it. And yeah. got to work on your priorities yourself because mental health is definitely important. Oh, for sure. Exactly. And you look at a game like Smash that has, like, what, over, what, 70 characters? 80-something? Is I think it's 82. I don't know. Pretty much. Se 77 to 82, we'll say that. Okay. There's a lot of characters, and you're not, and everyone's gonna play that certain character differently. You're not gonna be able to know like the matchup knowledge, like what to look out for, what to anticipate, what to take advantage of, because everyone plays a character differently. Like here at Flynn's, I would like I, I would see people play, you know, you know the usual characters. Okay, you have your you have your two Captain Falcon mains. You have your two Donkey Kong mains. You have your two Link mains, but they all play them differently. Yeah, you're. You, I think there's what two or three Sephiroth on mains or whatnot. Too many. Yeah. Too, too many. <laughs> oh my God. Six dollars go crazy. Hate DLC characters. <laughs> this is now a DLC slander. <laughs> and it's like when I'm watching them, especially when they play on stream or I'm just watching them from, you know, behind, you know, while I'm, you know, while they're streaming it from behind and I'm just seeing them how they play, they play them differently than everybody else. 
So it's just that you just have to gain that knowledge, that experience of playing against people who play like you can play against a you can play a person that plays Donkey Kong or whatnot, but there are other people that play Donkey Kong that's gonna be a lot different from that one person that you're so used to because you may be used to, okay, I know what this character is gonna do, I know what they're capable of, but how that person plays that character is gonna be completely unique to how you used to fight against someone that you're used to. Yeah, the matchup experience is definitely like a big thing. Like if you're not familiar playing with certain characters, certain things that they do, certain setups, and you know, going back to how you said, like there's a lot of people who play the same character, but like you said, they all play them differently. Yeah. Certain characters they might do a little bit more spacing, some they might just be all in your face twenty four seven. So, you know, it's gotta like I said, just have a balance and you know, just be aware of like who does what, who can do what and who likes to do what. Diavolo, for example, someone that likes to be in your face and just go all out for you. Yeah. So I keep that in mind, so I'm not gonna play as aggressive. Ooh, more chats. What's the chat saying? Sam Bouchiardi. If you don't get angry after a loss, do you really want to win that bad? That's a good one. I've I've heard that a lot. Me too. I'm def I'm definitely that kind of person, you know. Like in, like because if I'm if I'm getting angry, if I'm getting frustrated, if I'm getting upset, that definitely means I care. I I feel like once I start to not get angry, get upset, that's kind of the sign of like I stopped caring or like I stopped trying. It's like with the with the few things that I do that I really care about, I'm very competitive with it. So, just say it out loud, Silver. <laughs> No, I'll let you read the chat. I'm sure you've seen it. I'm seeing it. <laughs> is, is it is this more slander? Uh, you know, let me, let me just keep going. Hobby yeah. says, uh, Lau plays plays Lucina like a caveman. I play her with grace. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. a caveman. <laughs> Natty Doe says, Kirby forever. And then Sam, I can't stand you. And then Sam Bushiardi just goes, you literally mash jab and... At the E ledge and oh, at the and ledge and hope people get get up into the still lobby. Shut your mattress <laughs> up, bitch. This early and we just damn. It's eleven oh three in the end of the morning. Oof. And then Diavolo just goes, "I play Falco <laughs> like that dude." Dart plays with him, but three brain cells. Then <laughs> Hobby adds a Hobby like, but it works. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely respect uh, Diavolo's Captain Falcon the most. Some some people add drip to their characters, and some do not. I'm not going to say who. I'm not going to instigate things. If you know, you know. But some people play, like, with, like, a brain cell or two. <laughs> I wasn't ready to be this interactive in the chat. <laughs> yeah, like, I've, I've seen it so many, so many times. Like, I can see people playing the same character or whatnot than another person or they'll try to see what you know if they can do a little bit better than that other person but it's just like nah it's just you have to you have to pretty much come up with your own creative way to make that character work for you like there's a reason why that person mains that character because that character works for them yeah and some people they have like secondary characters and it's like they're maybe not as good but it's like very very few people have like a secondary character and they're just like really good with them but for the most part, most people oh have that one character where it's just like it works for them, it clicks with them, and it's just they just have to build that experience to get a lot better at the game, especially playing against other people with them. Yeah, like you really see like if people add like that little bit of drip to their character or like vice versa. Am, am I just a narrator for the Twitch shot? <laughs> I think you might have to be. Okay. Next is uh, Sam Bushiar going. Um, 
Dizard still got one more than you, Diavolo. Then he goes, he may have three brain cells. You got a pair only. <laughs> and then Diavolo goes, you ain't never beat me in a bracket, so that means you're brain dead. Bam. Bushiari just goes, bring up bracket records versus <laughs> a man who doesn't even play the game. <laughs> bring up bracket record. And Rizrop just goes, facts, same go for Valorant. <laughs> so Y'all much, are green. So much going on. Yeah. <laughs> so much. Green is the best way to put it. But yeah, it's all about just gaining that experience and learning matchups against, um, you know, different characters and different people that, you know, uses that character. Because if you're if you're playing a competitive fighting game, whether it's Smash, uh, you know, a 2D platformer or a traditional 2D fighter like Strive, Guilty, I mean, Strive. Yeah. And Mortal Kombat, Street <laughs> Fighter, whatnot. <laughs> Everyone's going to here, bro. Hmm? <laughs> Wonder God's here. <laughs> oh God, Under God's in the chat. Drum roll, please. Most people like to play just one character and her or and her <laughs> and her buns with it like Diavolo. <laughs> <laughs> Natty goes, "Who hurt you?" <laughs> Sensei Jacks like woke up and chose violence. Rizzer just is like, "I was just talking about character choices. I'm not part of the toxicity." <laughs> I'm sorry, you guys have to see this. But um yeah, going back to like what you said, like it really just you know a a great example is like MK Leo. Yeah. You know, plays Joker, makes him look great, makes him look awesome, has great results. Probably, are undoubtedly the best person in Smash ever. Who else has really good results with Joker? It would take a while to think of. Same thing going with Violet. Violet to me personally, sorry if you guys play Violet, is a very boring character. Boring, very dripless, not exciting to watch. Very MK Leo makes Violet look very exciting and very hype. Again. Who else has really good wins results with Violet? Can't really think of any. So he does have that, like, flair. Like, whoever he really puts his mind to just makes him look really cool. Yeah. Like, you make the character work for you, and you put on such a great performance um, with that character that it's just like, man, you, you just you just get good. Yeah. Like, you understand that, yeah, I'm going to lose, but... I'm gonna learn from my losses and just be like, okay, this is what I need. This is what I need to do next time. This is what I not need to do next time. Which is why it's so important for players who do play on stream, whether it's at Flynn's or another venue, is that watch watch what you watch your clips, especially if you lost that set. Watch it and see where you can improve. Like take that time and be like, okay, I need to work on this. I need to work on that. So that way I can, you know take advantage of it like or I shouldn't have done that or if you if there is a camera on you while you're playing I need to calm down I need to just relax I need to breathe yeah uh, it's definitely really helpful to go back and like watch like the VODs and like the reviews of like you playing it shows you like how you say what you should do what you shouldn't do because like in the moment you might be like oh this was a really good option you go back and watch it and it's like I clearly was not using the two brain cells I had yeah so it's if you really do care about improving and like you know trying to perfect your craft and what you're doing you should definitely go back and try to watch them like as much as you can and just remind yourself and even like you know while you're playing or like i'm streaming oh i did this last time i shouldn't do it this time yeah all right our next topic is what gaming means to you that's an easy one uh gaming is pretty much you know everything to me it always has been a very important aspect of my life it's a way that i started bonding with my with my brother uh, it's a way that my mom bonded with us. It's something that I used to do and still do to decompress, to have fun. It's always been an important aspect of, you know, my life. There's been periods where I've been able to put more time into it than others. Um, one of the best things over the last, uh, probably say like five or six months is, you know, I'm 
in a much more able position where I can do a lot more with gaming. Because when I was in middle school, I did have like a YouTube channel too. Oh, that's and, I, and, I, and I used to do like, you know, videos and clips and whatnot. And it was actually like, I would say pretty popping at the time. It was like, I think like 500 subs. And it was at the time when YouTube had the yellow subscribe button and it would tell you your channel views and your video views. Oh, nice. My video views were, I think, at like 10,000 and video views were at like 40,000. But the stupid thing that I will always regret till this day was like, you know how back then if you had like numbers in your name or underscores, it wasn't cool. Yeah. I ended up deleting the channel because I'm like, this is, this is like a stupid name because it was. Oh, my God. It was dark underscore Maverick 23. And I'm like, no one's going to think this is cool. And I, I deleted it out of frustration. At least it wasn't like multiple X's within the name. And nah, underscore. It, was, it was just something simple. And then it's funny because years later, YouTube gave you the option to like change your name and change your URL and things like that. Oh my God. And I always regret it. Cause like, damn, I wonder if I still like did this from middle school to now, like how different things could have been. But then I kind of basically got back uh, into it. It was the year before COVID. Cause I like, I'm like, okay, you know, I kind of want to, you know, do this again. Like I want to try to like make videos, do clips, uh, you know, take up streaming. Uh, that took a while to like get through. Cause uh, at the time for me, it was kind of hard to like, you know, just be entertaining, be in front of a camera, you know, talk and do all these things. And it's like, well, I, I, I play the games anyway. I talk to my friends anyway, so why not just put a camera in front of it and give it a shot? And I'd say probably been like streaming or trying to do that again for now, what would be like two and a half years on and off. Nice. nice. So it's, it's really cool. And it's like a great, um, a great privilege that I get to like do something with this. Because before it's like, oh, I'm just like playing for fun by myself. Now to get to play with my friends, I get to make videos, I get to stream, I get to do this, I get to be part of a team, I get to help them do this. So now I can do so much more with gaming than like I ever thought I could. Um, so now I'm just having like as much fun as I can with it. I'm I'm gonna take this as far as it goes until the wheels fall off. As so, you should, man. Oh yeah, yeah definitely. This is, like this is the most fun that I've ever had, and I, I've been like in a lot of opportunity. Well, I've been in like a lot of places in life where unfortunately due to people that I've been with, people that I've been around, I wasn't able to prioritize gaming, prioritize streaming. I'd have to put a lot more attention into them, which throws me off of what I'm doing. I can relate to that. Yeah, same here. Um, so lately, as like the last couple months, my main thing has been to just like, you know, you know what, I'm gonna, I'm gonna focus entirely on what I wanna do. I'm going to unapologetically be selfish and I'm gonna do everything that I wanna do, that I should have been doing and that I need to do. And this is just one of those things. Man, so. we're just men and I really like you. I like that mindset. <laughs> Thank oh, yeah. you. Like damn, awesome. like yeah, man. That just made my morning hearing that. <laughs> you got to be selfish with yourself. Yeah. I have to, cause like for just like so many years, I was putting the wrong people before me, and it cost me. It caught up. You know, there's been like a lot of moments where like, you know, being being anxious, being depressed, not eating, being underweight, not being able to like focus on certain things, not even enjoying the things that I would do. Like at one point, like I said, video games are my life. I do it all the time. At one point, I wasn't even playing video games. Like, think of the thing that you do the most, that you're most excited about, that you have the most fun with, the most peace that it brings you, and you're at a point where you just don't do that. Yeah. So, you know, this time I told myself, I'm like, it's, it's, it's not going to be like that. It's going to be different. It's, it's all me. It's all good. It's all moves. It's all uh, progressing forward. And so since that point on, it has not slowed down whatsoever. That's a great mindset to have, especially at a, um, you know, at a, young, at a young age. Because most, and I can say this from experience for myself, is like usually you, you start getting that mindset when you're like in your like late 20s, early 30s. 
but to have that in your early 20s that means that you're you're on the you're on the right path to success you're on the right path to doing bigger and better things because it's like you know what you need to do now and it's like this is what's giving me a sense of purpose where I can have a sense of pride in and I'm going to make it as big as possible I'm going to make this happen I'm going to make this work and that's what a lot of young guys need is that type of mindset where it's just like everything clicks you just got to be a little bit you you have to be selfish about yourself because that's the only way you're going to start improving you're going to start seeing things go in a direction where you want it to go and eventually as time progresses on and you're still keeping that mindset you're going to start seeing a lot of changes it may it may be small it may be big but you're seeing changes and it's going in your favor because you're putting the time the effort into making this as big as possible and that's the right kind of mindset you need to have oh no for sure like and it's also important that you just need to take the the chance the risk yourself obviously it's like scary trying to do something new but you know i feel like if you believe in yourself as corny as that sounds trust me all the, like these positive affirmations are corny but i yeah. i promise that, oh, they, that, that they actually do mean something because like when i was trying to do this you know the person that i was with at at, uh, at the time wasn't really taking this interest i had with it serious yeah so to me it's like little things like are you supporting what i'm doing are you gonna like share this are you gonna do this and that wasn't really happening and you know to this day uh, i really give like a do i give a huge credit and thanks to my to my close friends that i still have now who have like encouraged me and pushed me like no you can do this i'm so proud of you you know like you can push this and like I always felt like I could do a lot more than what I was doing. But, you know, when you're with someone who doesn't see that, it can kind of affect you in, like, a certain place. Because, like, you know, am I really this person? Can I really be this person that, like, I thought I was now that I've more so been on my own and been, like, a much better place? It's like, you know what? I, I am this person. This person that I thought I was and thought I could be the whole time, I'm, I'm him. I'm doing it. I'm being it. So. I 100% under, I understand that. So definitely, like, you know, you just got to take the chance on yourself and just have people that are around you that see the same thing because not everybody wants to see you eat not everybody wants to see you be happy yeah and it is what it is yeah that's life that's life all right and our last uh topic is q a from the live chat so before we close this on out y'all for those that are currently watching, whether you're on Twitch, Facebook, or YouTube, if y'all got questions that you want to ask our guest, Coda, or Any all of us, by all means, share it in the chat. Is your guest time to shine? Slender included. <laughs> so far, just to catch up, Psychotics wanted to say that you're a legend. And then Sensei Jack just saying cough, cough with an eye-looking emoji. Prob the, probably, indica probably indicating that you're a close friend or something. Oh, like yeah, that. he is definitely. Uh, Sensei Jack, uh, Natty Doe, that's in the chat. Uh, Riz up. I have another friend, Flacco, but I'm pretty sure he's like sleeping right now. So, and I have a bunch of other people that are watching this as well. So, y'all know who you are. Natty asks, How does it, how does it feel to be that bitch? <laughs> it's pretty easy when I have such a great inspiration like you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, that's like best friend right there. Diavolo just asked if you're single. I am. And it's going <laughs> to stay like that. <laughs> <laughs> but if he's asking, might switch up a little bit. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I'm afraid of what the next few questions are. <laughs> For once. That should be fun. Yeah. Oh, my God. 
I'm looking at this emoji. I'm trying to figure out what it is. I'm trying to see what. Oh, let me see. Yeah, <laughs> go on the Twitch chat. Yeah, you're more than welcome to hop on your phone. You know, I probably should have had it open like this whole time, to be honest. Yeah, yeah what well, you can. I said just waiting, like, what are they saying, guys? What are they saying in the chat? It makes it more anticipated because you don't know what the fuck's going on. <laughs> oh, well, now it's going to start from this point. So, whatever I see from now on. Shit will arise. How's it feel to lead the best smash off in SFL? That look. Soon. Soon that will be the, be the goal to be, you know, one of the best. I definitely respect all the other groups and people. Huge shout out to, I don't know if he's watching, but Lizard King has been one of the nicest, most welcoming, most informative and helpful people in the scene for me. So he's definitely been like a really good go-to guy. has been helping me out oh, with a lot out of stuff him. along the way. So he is <gasps> a very underrated goat. What have been your most proud moments in gaming and what are you looking forward to? Uh, most proud moments, uh, definitely doing this, like being able to stream, you know, make videos, uh, being part of an of a esports org. Uh, moving up and being like a stream team, you know, just being a part of something and seeing the impact, uh, seeing the difference. And probably the biggest one right now is definitely doing like the Smash team, uh, being able to get people together and just do something that I'm already doing, just make it bigger. These people have a, I would hope or assume, you know, a trust and faith in me. It's like, you know, I feel like this person can make a difference and do what needs to be done. So I'm really glad that they took a chance with me and they're giving me this opportunity. And it's going to be something bigger than a lot of people can think of. Like, this is, this is just the start of it. So I'm really glad that they're going to be, like, along for the ride. I just want to try and, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, keep them around as long as possible. So I'll put that. What's your ring size? That's uh, about, like, a, it's like an 8-9. <laughs> Any majors you're going to go to attend? I am 100% going to do uh, Low Tide City. That is in Texas, April 29th to May 2nd. I'm going to be doing CEO, which is the end of June. Probably add two, maybe three more towards the later part of the year. Why do you think Kirby isn't the most utilized character when he clearly is fire? I can't stand you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's, there's, there's some pretty good um, Kirby players, I'm sure. I, I don't know if you guys are aware, but uh, Mealy Waluigi, he used, to, he used to do, like, a lot of uh, locals before COVID. I think I saw him, like, one time, and he's a Kirby player, and he plays with, like, the Joy-Cons, and he is disgusting. Really? Yeah, I really, I really wish he would, like, come out to one of these or something. Oh, my gosh. Joy-Con gang, rise up. Stop. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I'll give it about three more minutes before we conclude. That's perfectly fine. Yeah, it's because um, I know the arcade's going to be opening up on pretty soon. So. You're literally 4-3, Kevin. I can't hear you. Oh, my God. And now the Sensei Jack Slander starts. This is what I'm here for. <laughs> All right, now it's my time. Holy <laughs> crap. <laughs> Why? Ice Killers, Kirby is better, though. I actually haven't seen it, but I'll have to take your word for it. Should I be worried? <laughs> you just might be. Okay. <laughs> but huge shout out to pretty much everybody here for doing this, this podcast, for having me on, for Cold Front, for my friends, the close friends, everyone I named. Without any of you guys, none of this would be possible from start to finish. Man, definitely shout out to the ongoing group going on right now. Oh, yeah. Got a little fan base. Got of some race. It's got gonna. Some. It's it's definitely gonna be something. It's gonna be much more than uh, just smash or just like a group. I, I feel like that's gonna be the one thing that uh, definitely separates us from the other orgs. That's sick. I like that. Oh yeah. Any other more? Any questions you guys want to ask? Now got is about the time two, to do it. Yep. Two more minutes. 
Why are you such a Kirby stan? <laughs> he inhales his, his he inhales his enemies, spits them out, and mocks them. A king. That is Kirby for you. The cheese. Just inhale him, go off stage, and spit him out, and then just. I mean, like he's a planet level threat in all theory. Yeah. Favorite tournament you have been to to date? I have two in mind. Uh, the first one is gonna be CEO. The one that was in December because that was my first major. Mine too. Same here. Right. I was with the I was with a great group of people. Like it, it was fun. It was exciting. We had a hotel that was we had, uh, that was right at the venue, so it was like super close. It was like walking distance. Um, I was with uh, Sensei Jack, uh, Pickpocket, Gabe, which is my thing is like S <laughs> SQB, and Jethro. It was just such a great group to have. <laughs> what local we go into on Tuesday? Probably Bula. You into chubby dudes? If you're talking about you, you're not chubby. <laughs> oh my god! But there's there's plenty of love to uh, go around. I do not. I'm not picky. <laughs> Just me reacting. <laughs> um, and the second one was definitely be fighter fest. It was very cool. The ring was just like the coolest touch ever. Super hype. And the belts. It's awesome. Oh yeah, and I did say that the next Fighter Fest, especially for Ouch. Smash, <laughs> is um, I am looking to get um, three belts for Smash: one for the singles, and then two for doubles. Oh yeah, there's doubles. Yeah, I'm gonna oh, bring. Yeah. about that. That's gonna be exciting. That's gonna be huge. Who's gonna be carrying me is the real question. <laughs> I will pay anyone any amount of money if you help me win a belt. <laughs> <laughs> Just to carry it. Name your price. I mean, for Diavolo, it sounds like it's free for you. <laughs> Oof, I don't know about all that. I actually have some pretty good ideas, but I'll say it like after the podcast. I don't want to. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. Okay. Good. But I got something cool. But yeah, like that's like Fighter Fest season four. I do have a lot of big plans for it. And, you know, after three and which, man, that took a while to plan. You know, I can imagine. Yeah, that took a while to plan. And money too like i think i dropped maybe two grand holy into, yeah damn two grand into making it happen that's just out of me i can't i don't know how much the owners put into it because i know one of their bigger biggest purchases was the stage and of course the tv on the ceiling which was i ain't gonna lie that that, that was a bitch to put up there i can imagine I've basically mounted a TV with my dad, and by that I mean uh, like I just stood there and like watched him and supported him and like cheered him on <laughs> and like yeah you got this like what do you mean it's not working just like on like a regular like wall and that was yeah. a pain so I can yeah because that. everyone because everyone when we had the stream set up over here everyone loved the projector or whatever. yeah and I was like since we're gonna be moving it over here where this space is a lot bigger and then this space here would be for you know like tabletop and for people to enjoy the console area I was like saying um. Would it be possible to get a TV like mounted here if we're Ooh, gonna have the street Hold on, up? guys, we got a good question from Natty Doe. What would you say to those trying to get into the gaming world? I say just do it. Go for it. I say, uh, you know, gaming world is uh, it's a pretty broad question, but I would say just uh, you know just uh, give it a shot, see what kind of games you like, what you don't like, try playing with your friends, definitely get out of your comfort zone. If we're gonna talk more Smash related. Just literally try any character and just see what sticks. Yeah. It's probably the best thing that I could say. The most important thing is uh, just starting. Yeah. Because that gives you, like, how do I say this? That gives you, like, the opportunity to try. Most people just stay away from things because they don't want to try. They're afraid to fail or they're nervous. And I feel like that's, like, the hardest part. 
just starting, just going. Yeah. I mean, we're literally in the best place right now to start gaming, if anything. Flynn's Arcade. Yeah. Shout out to them. Check them out, guys. <laughs> oh, competitive gaming. Competitive gaming. Competitive gaming. Oof. Just do it. Yeah, it's 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 pretty much still like the same, like the same, and like you know, just 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 try, just you know, have a strong mind. So just know, like it's not a day and night thing, or even like week to week. You have to genuinely want it because it's not easy. It's very difficult learning, you know, certain technical situations and inputs and buffers and all these crazy, you know, terms for all these things. But uh, you know, definitely if like you really want it, you know, just just do it. You will definitely see the progress. And and definitely my senpai herbs has just said go to locals or majors like that's yeah good, that's, that's definitely that's a another thing too like don't don't be afraid to lose don't be afraid to get bodied like try to try, like try to go and see the difference between people most times when you go to like these tournaments you'll see people who are in the same boat as you who go o two who don't know about the game who are trying to learn who are trying to get better uh, you get to meet friends you get to do friendlies you get to meet you know like so many people like there's so many good things that comes from just going out into the scene and that it goes like far beyond the game. Oh God! <laughs> I'm looking at reactions right now. Uh, the fact that I'm a moderator and so is uh, my leader Herbs. <laughs> He's like, I don't want to be a mod, <laughs> Jake. Bro, I will take your mod then. <laughs> Yikes! <laughs> Got a new opening for mod right now. If anybody's interested. <laughs> oh my God, that's funny. Well, all right, y'all. Well, that concludes episode. Oh, before we even get off, do you have any final words? Um. I'm just going to give one last huge shout out. I know I've done it like three times already, but huge shout out to these two guys for even having me on their podcast. I hope everybody has enjoyed this episode, us talking, us bantering, the slander, the questions, uh, anything you've heard about me. So again, huge big shout out to them and huge shout out to uh, my parents, my friends, uh, the super close ones that have you know pushed me and supported me even when I thought I couldn't do it, who uh, still to this day who pushed me, who are proud of me. Natalie and Kevin, Jimmy, Brandon, love you guys. Always will. You guys are the best. All right. That's awesome to hear. Well, uh, Waluigi, you have any final words? Dude, it was definitely awesome having you. Once you. I heard you were announced, I looked you up, I checked out Cold Front, and I've never been more excited to meet somebody unique as you as a Smash player. And then getting to know everybody else within a Twitch chat. Thank you. I appreciate that. Very, very interesting picture that you used. I was running, I'm like, do I, do I send a picture? Because I was going to use like one of the Cold Front ones. Because I had no idea what picture to use. I'm like, I got to get something hardcore. And it's like, <laughs> I'm like... Dude's buff. Let's do this. Yeah, you went with like the most like thirst trap one. Read it. <laughs> man, my phone just locked again. Now I can't see it. You got to read it out again. I oh, said, said shouts shout out the DGK, DGK the, the throat, throat goat. goat. <laughs> so is he a throat goat or is he the goat at riding? Because <laughs> now that's a whole different thing. Because he because he can be both, but. I just want to know what you stand with it. I'm too sober for this. <laughs> it's all love. <laughs> oh, God. That was hilarious. I'm, I'm holding up laughter. More laughter than... Usually, I'm the one that breaks out laughing. <laughs> oh, shit. My man's a demon for that one. <laughs> um, Apparently, so is DGK. Uh, do you want to answer that question? Um... Sometime in March, I'll, 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 I'll have to uh, I have to find a a good Sunday to do it on it. Then I'm gonna let you guys know about it. I'll, I'll DM y'all on Twitter, like yeah. Oh hell yeah, I want you guys in. <laughs> <laughs> oh for sure, please. But yeah, but uh, yeah, um, yo, go to. It has been an honor to have you on and as our guest. Thank oh, you God. so much for joining us for this. Wow, episode, bruh. 
Can't wait to have you back on again. Appreciate it. Can't wait to be back. Hopefully, we'll be able Immune. to stir up some more stuff. Immune just joined in. You know DGK means Kirby. Throat goat. <laughs> if DGK picked up Kirby just to make that meme even more, like, to life, I, that would be something. I, I uh, wouldn't even know how to react. So, like, right now, DGK is probably minding his own business. He's going to wake up the on Twitter and be like, throat goat, what do you mean? The man's just having a glizzy, and then he just sees him. <laughs> what? You throat something one time, and now everybody calls you a throat goat. Bruh. But um, I'm gonna. All right, so let me answer this question. Um, I did tell on Diavolo sometime in March. So, the next Smash Cast, I, I might as well just make another Smash Cast. It's gonna be Avi, Diavolo, Under God, and DGK. I, I need all the. I need the, four, the villain arc. Yeah, the four villains of South Florida. On, I need the. Please. I need y'all uh, we, here. We need this Please. man. Yeah, I'm, we we need this. This will be <laughs> one entertaining ass episode. And we need you guys to shout us out. Word on word of we'll, mouth. We'll, we'll, <laughs> yes, I'll definitely get this going. Everywhere you can possibly find <laughs> it. It's gonna be the most dramatic South Florida smash. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. To date, I, I don't know if anyone's ready for that. <laughs> I don't think they I got no choice. No, it's coming. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Should we just get a T-shirt of DJK just to get ready for this? No, 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 no. <laughs> but um, definitely, guys. Thank you guys so much for um tuning into the podcast. Greatly appreciate you guys um tuning in. If you haven't already, go ahead and hit that follow for the Twitch. And if you're watching us on YouTube and Facebook, subscribe, follow, and all that good stuff. And yeah, man, y'all, y'all, y'all made y'all made this episode fire, y'all. Y'all, y'all are wild. And I love you guys. Not just y'all, but of course, Coda himself, the man with the plan. Can't wait to see what more things that you do for the community, and of course, with the Cold Front Esports organization. Can't wait to see what you guys do, and hey, it's only up from here. That is true. Thank you very much. You know, you guys will not be disappointed at all. Anyone who's interested, stay tuned because there are so many things that are coming let alone in like these couple months, you know, just with myself and with Cold Front. Again, huge shout out to them for even picking me up, for giving me this opportunity. And thanks to everyone in the Smashing who has helped me, who has been welcoming, and who's pretty much allowed me to do this as well. Yeah, you guys are amazing. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, that deserves it. Yes, sir. All right, y'all, this has been episode 48 of the South Florida Gamers podcast. We will catch you guys on the next one. Laters. Peace. Ha, ha, ha.